0: Welcome back to the Reality Served Real Podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we come to you with our 30th fifth episode and we are going to be talking about all things reality tv we're going to be talking a little bit about what kind of media we're consuming what's going on in reality tv in pop culture news and we're going to fill you in again a little bit about our lives so we're still sticking with this new format here Mm -hmm. and yeah um what have you two been watching this week
1: well first of all i can't believe this is our 35th
0: I know. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my
1: goodness.
0: Wow. Number 35. Wow. Times one. Oh, my God. I know. It really is. But, yeah, so I don't know. That's exciting to me. It's, like, kind of a milestone, I would say. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so only... 15 more until we hit the big 50 so a big five oh you'll be there soon which is a kind of exciting and is i like it? we like change and adapt and we like have tried new things and i don't know i mean we just keep going i, I like that
2: yeah absolutely i think
0: I. I think and we've no never lot. had
2: one
1: disagreement
2: what do you like, mean <laughs> i mean i mean like Like
1: a for real disagreement.
2: Yeah. I thought you were being funny.
1: (laughs) Oh No, we have plenty of like disagreements on things. But I'm like, I'm saying like we actually really love each other and like each other and our friends and don't. Although me and Michelle were talking the other day and we were like, Christina does all the work. Like we feel so bad and we're so appreciative. I know. And I'm like we're both I'm like I I think she really likes it though I do I do think she enjoys it I do and and she's like I hope she's you know not upset with us I'm like she would tell us and I was like she thrives off of it this is her thing like she yeah no I love it yeah so we 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 were feeling guilty
0: don't feel guilty about you know I mean I think I like I like what we do I think it's so much fun Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy it a lot. You're the captain. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yep. Um, okay. Well, I guess like before we get into what we're watching this week, what do you guys think about, um, this new format and what we're doing? How did you like our last episode compared to the 33 before it? I personally loved
1: it because I felt it was more just like three people talking. I know we were kind of jumping around. Um, And I also told Michelle this. I'm like, sometimes I don't even want to go back and listen to our podcast because sometimes by the time we record, I'm so tired from the day. I'm like, sometimes I'm just talking like delirious and I don't even want to know like some of the stuff that comes out of my mouth.
0: I think you're fine. I I
1: really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I really I really enjoyed it too. I thought I think it's so much fun. I think it's it's better because like not only does it give us the freedom to like be more versatile and like talk about more things and and be open with um our thoughts on a broader spectrum of things and not just like what happened in this one episode type of thing, you know. Um I don't know. I mean, and of course, you know, you know me, like, I love the tea. And so I just I love to be able to talk about all that and share it and um, just fill people in on the craziness that is reality TV. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's part of part of the reason why we all love reality TV. So I just I like that. I love that we're talking about that kind of thing now more so than we used to. Yeah, I agree. I was having
2: a hard time with recapping cuz like some of the shows if I don't if I don't watch it like the same day, I don't know, my brain does not retain the information.
0: <laughs> so it's like I'm not doing a good job at this cuz it's like it just went out of my head. You know, that's it's it's interesting to hear you say that because I never felt like that when we were recording. Like with you, I always felt like you like knew what you were talking about. Uh, I don't know I used our notes I think a lot of- <laughs> well notes definitely help they help me remind remind me what's going on too especially yeah when sometimes you watch it so much before we would talk about it
2: yeah especially I F-Y Island. I finished way before we talked about it so I'm like okay I gotta get myself back in the mindset that was I, I a good show,
0: yeah and we're our own worst critics that's so true so true well I, I always you felt you were on top of it for everybody tuning in, let us know what you think about us switching things up, um what you think about um what you thought about our recaps in the past, what you think about what we're doing now, um what you like, what you don't like, let us know what you think, and um I mean, really, as much as we do this for ourselves, like people also listen to us, so we we definitely um keep you guys in mind too, for sure. So what are you two watching this week? What did you watch? I didn't watch as much as I normally do. I worked a lot this week. I picked up a couple extra shifts and next week will be the same for me, which is interesting because I have a lot to watch next week that I want to watch. But, um, what about you two? What did you watch this week?
2: Abby, you want to go first?
1: Yeah, I'm actually kind of in the same boat. Like I'm really behind on shows, but I'm
0: almost caught up with paradise. Um so full disclosure for like our listeners right now, um our last episode we recorded last Wednesday and we're recording this on Monday before we watched like Bachelor in Paradise or the Challenge season 38 preview or any of that that's on tonight. Um we have not we have not watched any of that yet. So We're going to try to record these um, on, like, Sunday, Monday, so that we have, like, a full week of stuff to talk about. Um, But this episode in particular uh, is not quite a week from when we last recorded our last episode. And I've been watching some,
1: like, old reality shows. I don't, I mean, is that okay to talk about? Yeah. So I've been watching, rewatching because it's been since it aired, which was I think it started in two thousand five. I've been watching The Girls Next Door. Okay, with yeah, so that's the show you know with Hugh Hefner's girlfriends at the Playmate Mansion. Mm -hmm. But I was watching an episode the other day, and it was just like a quick zoom in. Um, there were people at the party, but you know, there's tons of people that go to these parties. And there was an awesome, like, camera shot just of him doing a little thing of Mark Long. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I tweeted it. I, I took a picture of it. And uh-huh. Tweeted it because I'm like, I'm like I, I mean, there's, like I said, there's hundreds of people they could, like, record or zoom in on. And I'm like, oh, Mark got his own little five-second clip there.
2: Hey, I saw
0: you post that. That was funny. I didn't know that he was on that at all.
1: No, I never would have remembered that from that long ago.
0: And that so. does show you how big reality TV was and its height back when it started when Mark Long was first out, you know? Yeah, because this was like seventeen years ago. He was going to things like that, which, you know, it's not it's not like Ben Higgins would be invited to that today. You know what I mean? It has to be Yeah so that's awesome that's super cool that's cool how the world's kind of collided for you too
1: so there- I've been watching that and then I've been watching old big brother seasons and I just rewatched 10 big brother 10 from the first time since the first time it aired which was ooh a long time ago I forgot how crazy that season was
0: who was um, the winner of that season
1: Dan, who is who is known as one of the best winners in the twenty three seasons, I have or twenty four seasons,
0: I've not seen that season. I might have to look into that. Who it's a good you- one? Like I remember when I first watched that se- season, my two favorites were Keisha and Renny.
2: Who did you like when you rewatched it? Keisha, Renny, and Libra. Libra. Oh yeah, yeah. I like Libra too,
1: and I like Dan too because he was just so good. Yeah. So you watched All-Stars, right, Christina, or you tried yeah. to? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Memphis was on that. Memphis was a runner-up at that season. Okay. And Keisha, the blonde, who was a yeah. first boot on All-Stars, mm-hmm. was on that season. And she won America's Favorite Player.
0: Okay, cool. Aw, uh, I love her. Interesting, interesting, interesting. That's cool. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of in, like, old-school days right now, and I, I still, uh, yeah. i watch
0: you kind of watch a lot of stuff like that. Like, I know you go back and you watch, like, old Survivors and stuff. So that'll be cool if, like, I don't know, whatever you're watching, you can kind of shout out and and um bring things back a little bit. And, you know, I mean, everybody loves a good binge. So you could let us know which ones are good to binge and which ones we could, should stay away from. Yeah, definitely. I've been doing that since I got
1: Paramount because... Ugh. I mean, this sounds kind of weird because we have we have a TV in our room, a TV downstairs, a TV in our game room, but that's like the gaming TV, like the boys' Xbox. And then Beckham, um, my younger son, has a TV in his room. But,
0: but Shadow don't have a TV.
1: No, Shadow doesn't have one in his room. But we'll buy Shadow a TV. Um. The downs- I usually stay downstairs a lot because I have three kids and just downstairs is where I can know where, you know, everything that's going on. So it's, I don't go like hole up in my room to watch TV. Well, the downstairs TV is usually dominated by my five-year-old. And if she wants it or if Mitch is watching something. Um, so um, Paramount on my phone has kind of become my thing that I have access to all the time. Does that make sense?
0: That's interesting that you watch it on your phone. I, like, very rarely watch TV on my phone. Every once in a while, um, I would watch, like, a Big Brother episode on Paramount. But um, that's kind of cool because I feel like when you watch on your phone is when you can take, like, a screenshot and you can make the cool memes and stuff
1: yes and then (laughs) i have a tv in my garage so when i'm running on the treadmill that's how i've been watching the girls next door on amazon oh nice and stuff like that so i just realized we have way too many damn tvs after i just listed them um but yeah and tyler likes to play outside a lot whether like it's in the garage or out back and so and i'm that psycho mom that won't leave her outside by herself for two seconds because I might watch too many like crime documentaries. So if she's like just playing and doing her thing, okay, I'll just bring my phone out and watch her and watch the shows. So
0: nice, That's cool. Uh, That's
1: kind of where my binging on all the old stuff started.
0: That's, I'm I'm glad that you, I guess, like, let us know a little bit about the history of how you got into it and everything, too, just because I feel like that is, you know, on Twitter and stuff, something that you're kind of known for, for a lack of better words. I know you tweet about, you know, these old shows that you watch all the time. So that's cool that you're able to talk about it a little bit. How about you, Michelle? What have you been watching? Um, basically, I feel like it's a high
2: season for everything on Bravo right now, like Housewives of Beverly Hills is ending, Housewives of Salt Lake City just started, Housewives of Potomac just started, Housewives of Atlanta just ended, Southern Charm's on, that's ending right now. There's like so much going, going on on Bravo, so I've been watching all those shows, but I know you guys don't watch those. Um,
1: that's okay. I used to watch Southern Charm way back when. It's been a, It's
2: been a while. You could jump right back in because the same people are still on it, basically. Well, not all of them, but Catherine, Shep, Craig. Wick. Oh, really? Yeah. Is Cameron from Real World? Cameron left the show because I, it was either two seasons ago, maybe three. Um, Catherine uh, was going to come on to the show and say that her husband, Jason, was cheating on her with someone. And Cameron found out it was going to be a storyline. So she quit the show. Wow, yeah. good for her.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, what is what is starting in a couple of weeks is Siesta Key. Do you all watch that?
0: I have never watched an episode of
2: that. Sometimes. Oh. I haven't seen it all, but, like, there were times when I got bored and I just started watching it on demand. So I know all the characters, and I've seen, like, a half a season here and there. Oh, okay. Well, that's something me and Mitch watched together. No, Really? <laughs> he would be be like
1: why are you saying this to to the world or whoever listens to us but yeah he got (laughs) it was just on one day and and we were in a hotel room actually like 20 minutes from siesta key we were on vacation i think it was our baby moon it was like right before kyler i had her and um and it was on in the hotel room before we left and we were like oh we're we're 20 minutes away from here let's watch it and we got hooked so I've been watching it ever
0: since oh my gosh that's so funny yeah I've never watched it but I mean just from like Twitter and stuff I do know a little bit about who some of the characters are and I know that um, a little bit because Robbie Hayes who was was on um, JoJo's season of The Bachelorette he was on a season with Juliet, maybe. Yeah, so, that's
1: who dated.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I—that's I, about all I know about it. But didn't he date Sheena too? Yeah.
2: Yeah, she was on. He was on Vanderpump too. Wow, he's a little famous This guy,
0: huh? Like yeah, I, yeah. Like, you don't even know, like the biggest, <laughs> the biggest. But I mean. <laughs> do you blame him if you had those opportunities and, and you could date those girls? Like, I mean, I would do it too. Right. No, you're right. mm mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So out of all the Bravo shows that you watch, which one was the most compelling that you watched this week? And what was it? What happened? Why? Shit. Um, I, so,
2: Housewives of Beverly Hills had its finale, and that was pretty good, but Southern Charm had the first part of the reunion, and the whole Southern Charm season was pretty boring, but the reunion got really good, because Shep's girlfriend broke up with him, they broke up, I guess he cheated on her, and she just was like, was not having it with anything that he said, and she was calling him out for meeting girls on Raya, and traveling everywhere to meet girls and i don't even know it was it was something else um but i I, it was just such a dull season but then this reunion was really good for some reason so it's weird how that happens
0: well that's cool i mean at least you got um some entertainment out of your week as far as that and like the season as far as that goes yeah yeah i don't know I, i like that
2: that show is like the southern version of vanderpump rules to me it's interesting it's younger people versus housewives, which is a little bit older. Interesting.
0: That's cool. Um, okay, so did you you watched the challenge documentary again, didn't you, Michelle? I did. Okay, so I watched that too, of course. And um I have some things, some thoughts. Um, so first it had the like relationship segment. And then they had um, episode six, the last piece, which I just thought was, like, really weird because it was just, like, a bunch of different moments, and it was cool to be able to see all of those moments, but I just thought that, like, the compilation of the way that they did it was kind of strange. Like, I don't know. It just, I don't That I, I, I was, like, I was going to ask,
2: I'm like, okay, the one episode was couples. What was the other episode? I couldn't yeah. for the life of me remember what the theme
0: of the episode was, so that explains why I couldn't. It was it was moments, but it was just like it was very it was weird. And even when like I listened to the official challenge podcast and they were talking about it, like it was still it was weird. Like it like Tori referred to it as more moments, so I'm pretty sure that, you know, like that's what it was, but um I guess we'll start with with um segment five of the official challenge document and or uh and that was um the couples so first I'm just going to name the couples that they featured and then we can go back in and kind of talk about what we thought of them um and who we thought was left off who, who we were surprised to see that kind of thing so um the first couple that they talked about was Jordan and Tori which like I think it's so funny because they're still trying to make them the power couple, even though they broke up, but (laughs) like, they are trying so hard to make Jordan and Tori a thing still. I mean, it's, it's kind of hilarious, but then we had Veronica and Rachel, Knight and Jemmy, CT and DM, um, Nani and Casey and Cam and Leroy. So, um, of those couples, which ones did, were, like, the most compelling to you? Uh, I liked seeing
2: them actually talk about Veronica and Rachel. Yeah. That was interesting to me because that was something, and they talked about this, how they, everyone kind of hid that when it originally happened, and they didn't want it on camera.
0: Yeah, that was cool that they talked about that and I thought it was really cool too that um, I think it was Veronica pointed or maybe it was actually Rachel pointed at um, Anani and Casey's relationship and they said like how great it is that um, that is such a thing right now and that it's being showcased so heavily on the show because um, like they wish that um, they would have felt like comfortable and confident enough to be able to do the same thing when it came to um their relationship, basically,
1: yeah, so let me ask y'all this if it was if this was talked about was it Rachel and Veronica's request not to have their relationship aired, and did anyone who was at those challenges know about them? or was it MTV's decision not to air them being in a
0: relationship. So it sounded to me like the other people there knew um yeah. that Veronica and Rachel were like a thing, but um it sounded to me like one of them wasn't out oh. like if i remember right or maybe that's something that Anissa said on the official challenge podcast that like I, a- It was really hard because one of them wasn't out.
2: Veronica mentioned how religious her mom was, right? I don't remember, honestly. Yeah, Veronica talked about her mom being, like, very religious and...
0: Oh, um, yeah, she did because she was, like, my mom was afraid that I would be a lesbian on TV and, look what happened.
2: Yeah, her mom didn't want her to play sports because she didn't want her to be a tomboy and all that so i have to think that maybe it was veronica's request to keep it private because rachel was out back
0: then okay so yeah so maybe it was veronica's request then but um i mean i guess like either way um she is very open with the girlfriend that she has now and It's just a completely different time now than it was 20 years ago when they were first on TV. But yeah, it was so cool to be able
2: um,
0: to see their their love story showcased in such a um, honestly, like really special way. I think that they did a really good job with this whole episode five segment. Honestly, in my opinion, I think um, that's a six part docuseries and I think parts three, four or wait no. Yeah, three, four, and five were the best portions of the whole, whole documentary.
2: I gotta say,
0: most of this documentary felt like
2: a glorified clip show. Like, it was not that good.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I can see that. I mean, yeah, I think I liked, I really liked the underdog segment. I liked the greatest of all time. And I I love a good show, man. I liked the the couples feature, but I could have I could have taken or leave in the rest of it. I mean, like the history in the first couple couple episodes, it, it was it was good. But yeah, I agree. It was it was very very clippy, and um, yeah, it, it
2: wasn't that much stuff that we didn't already know, I guess. And I don't know if that's because like we listened to like everyone's interviews on podcasts, and everyone's came yeah. and told all these stories before, and there was nothing. That was gonna be new to me no matter what, but it just felt like
0: that's what that's kind of how I felt about it. I think that um for people like like us who not only, you know, listen to people on podcasts, but also podcast about these people, um, there we know as much as there is to know about them. So I don't really think this documentary was um, for us, I think it was more for um the viewers who i mean only a percentage of viewers go off and listen to podcasts and um really dive into things like we do um I think that this documentary was more for the people who who don't go to challenge mania lives who don't um listen to podcasts who don't know all of this this stuff I think for. I don't know what the percentage is. Probably 70% of fans. A lot of this information probably was new. Yeah. Um, I really liked the segments of Night and Jemmy and of CT and DM. I thought that it was really sweet that they put those in. Um. Yeah, it was sad, but I agree. It was nice. Yeah, it was very sad. It was very emotional when they even asked CT about it. Um, Very emotional because he's never really talked about it. And he didn't really say much, but I don't really think that there's a whole lot for him to say at this point. Um, I, I thought it was important that they put those in, though. But the one thing that really disappointed me was if they're going to talk about night, I thought it was not great that what they did to Zach in this documentary. I'm not a fan of Zach. I think that he's done some horrible things. I think he's treated some of his partners in horrible ways. But they've definitely showcased that side of him. We saw him yelling at Amanda. We saw him going into elimination. Um, during final reckoning with Amanda, we saw him yelling at John a. We've seen some like very not flattering sides of Zach in this documentary, and I think that as much as he has done these horrible things, it was kind of a disservice to the fans that um he wasn't the the good parts of him weren't shown. he wasn't in the night segment when. Zach is very clearly was Knight's best friend, and also not only that, but he wasn't one of the featured couples when him and Jenna met on her first season of the challenge and are now married with their second kid on the way. If there's like any example of love working on the challenge and fighting through things, regardless of all of the you know, like Brooke terrible times that they've had, um, they have worked through it and they are now married in real life whether people like it or not and in my opinion they deserved a segment on this portion of the documentary for themselves but also Zach deserved to have a say in saying goodbye tonight in this documentary as well
1: and according to Jenna they were asked to be on challenge they were asked to be on ride or dies 38 right yeah, until she got pregnant. So it's not like they're pissed at him. So I wonder why he wasn't
0: included. It's just it's so weird to me. And I just I mean, they really if you if you think about the fact that they weren't featured in like their love story and you think about the fact that he was so close tonight and that he had no say. And like saying goodbye like Jemmy was saying, you know, like saying goodbye or whatever. Um, just this is just another piece of saying goodbye or whatever, you know. Um yeah. I think that to have shown the the it'd be different if like we saw like zero Zach at all, I feel like, but because we've seen like such unflattering sides of him and there are also these like other sides, it's it's very interesting to me that they're not like showing Um, a well-rounded Zach. And again, I'm not trying to stand up for Zach. I'm not a Zach fan, but they really showed some, like, not flattering sides of him during this documentary. Yeah, no, you're right. Well, he has a lot of not flattering moments to show, I guess. (laughs) I mean, that's true. And I'm not... I'm not trying to stand up for him. I just, he also has this like amazing love story that, you know, like even if they wanted to, which like this would be stretching it, but they could be like, and not only did our love story bring um, us together, but also because we're together, um, like Derek was able to meet his now wife because she's friends with Jenna. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's crazy that they didn't feature them at all.
2: Listen, I don't usually, like, I don't like Zach, Uh, but he has some funny commentary.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, like, he says some funny shit, so they could have, yeah, done something other than the negativity. You're right. Um...
0: Okay, and then I guess the only couple then that we haven't talked about that was featured, um, we kind of talked about Nani and Casey a little bit when we talked about Veronica and Rachel, um, but that's Cam and Leroy. And Cam and Leroy are obviously, like, I am so happy for Cam, like, again, getting a second segment and being the only person that wasn't on road rolls or real world to get a segment at all, let alone two segments. It's just, I'm... I'm so proud of Cam. I'm so proud of Leroy. And obviously, um, they're just like the cutest couple. And I I don't know if you two saw, but um, I saw over the weekend they were in Austin. um, And they ran into Nelson um, and John A. Yes. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's so cool to be able to see them and and see their little baby. And that was a big part of um, like the social media, Instagram stories and stuff that we saw was was the people with little Kingston. And it's just, it's so cool when, um, challengers bring these kids into the world and we're able to watch them grow too. And it's just, it's, it's so much fun.
1: That's cute.
0: So was there anybody else besides, obviously I mentioned Jenna and Zach, um, that you really thought was like missing from this documentary?
2: okay i had some people but then when i see you wrote the list out here i'm like who would i who would i like throw these people in and replace i think they did a really good job of showing a variety of different types of relationships and paying tribute to people who are no longer with us and um lgbtq relationships you know i i I feel like they kind of gave us a good variety of relationships here
0: yeah, I think uh, what they did is we have like two relationships that are like no longer together, but were significant for the challenge. We had two yeah. relationships where people passed away, and we have two relationships that are currently standing.
2: Yeah, so I think they. I'm gonna now that I'm looking at this list in my face, I'm like, okay, they did a good job. But yeah, I agree with you. No, Jenna and Zach, Kara, I mean, Carmaria. Her her relationships were such a big part of her story. Like her and Abram was huge. That was a storyline for how many seasons, her and Pauly, um, even her and Kyle. Like, she, her relationships were always such a big part of the show. Um, and then the other one I said, which, because they have, like, a billion kids now, and he's, like, a, a politician, was Rachel and Sean Duffy. But that's, like, really early days, so I'm not surprised that I didn't do that. And Sean Duffy sucks, so. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> You're right.
0: I don't mind him
2: not being featured. <laughs>
0: One that I saw out there a lot that people were surprised weren't featured. I wasn't really surprised that they weren't featured just because of how to mun to lump to to lump their relationship currently is I'm sure that's why they weren't featured, but I did think it was interesting that they left off Brad and Tory just because weren't they the first like challenge relationship to get married? I don't know. I, Rachel and Sean might have been before them,
2: but okay. yeah. But I mean, I don't think they that. did. They meet on a challenge, though. Yeah, I think yeah. so. RV.
1: Oh, uh, Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh. So I wonder if Tori wanted nothing to do with this. I don't know. Tor oh god no, no no i should not get into it tori to me seems like she's started a whole new life and she's not looking back so i can't i can't imagine
0: she wanted to really be in this i don't know the buzz around when people thought that she was on season 37 or whatever oh my gosh it like almost makes me feel like if she did come back like the hype would just be so big i bet that I think she knows that if she got bit by the challenge bug, she would get bit and she wouldn't just be able to do like one and done. No. And she there's no, I don't think there's any way
2: she could do it now because she has like a young baby who I don't think is even a year yet. And she's about to have another baby right now. Oh, is she? She
0: you know yep. had
2: two kids with this guy. She had one and now she's pregnant again. And I know, uh, I think she said she's due in November, like she's due soon.
0: I did not realize. Oh my god. Interesting. Interesting.
1: I didn't didn't realize. Yeah. Do y'all know that they met in Nashville, the challenge mania I went to right before COVID? Yes. He's
2: Derek's
0: friend, right?
1: Yeah, Derek's friend. Yeah,
0: I did know that. Interesting. I did not know that. Huh. That's cool. So that's like another little like challenge-ish connection interesting okay so then after um that the last segment was like moments and so they talk about um a com like a compilation of things and it was like it was such a mess I don't even I barely even want to like talk about this just because it was such a mess but I'm just gonna like yeah. Go on with some like key things that they talked about, and then if there' any of those things like strike you guys, then we can talk about it. so they talk about yep. actually taking the money from hunter um Jay and- I love clipping it uh oh, where the
2: never before seen clip of Hunter like crying after,
0: oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> oh, poor hunter, and then, yeah, he was pissed, I mean, but I would have been pissed too if somebody took five hundred thousand dollars for me. I don't really. I can't say anything. I'd be crying, too. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so then we had Jay and Jenna um, quitting the final in Rivals 3. Julie trying to unhook um, Veronica's harness, and they gave us some unseen footage there. What? Okay, tell me all about this.
1: What was the unseen footage? Because I haven't watched it yet.
2: Um, I- was it Veronica, it was like Veronica after the fact, like she was like very upset. And Julie kind of was like, I wasn't trying to kill you. And Veronica was like, well, look at how everyone was reacting. Even people on your team said you were trying to unhook my harness. Even people on your team were saying it. And it was kind of showed that everyone was really fucking freaked out. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: and out. I still have, no- I, like whenever that clip comes up, I still get like.
0: And Julie was, like, very blase about the whole thing.
1: Oh, I can't stand her.
2: Even in... They had interviews from 2022, and she still was, like, it was not a big deal. If a man had done it to another man, no one would be talking about it. She's nuts. Oh, she I, is
1: I, insane. I,
2: she was, like, if so, if they did this, no one would be talking about it. Shut up. Oh, my God.
0: Um yeah so then they talked about some other eliminations they talked about um jordan versus bananas and free agents when jordan flipped all the kill cards so that he could go in against bananas and unfortunately he lost he went home um jay versus ct in total madness when jay sends ct home um also just like clarification here for people who are confused because i just talked about two different jays we're talking about um Jay, who comments on everything and pretends like he's still in the MTV sphere, um, Jay- as T- I, yeah, and we're I'm and now I'm talking about Jay at like the good Jay, so we'll just refer to him as the good Jay from now on, or like the only Jay, as far as I'm concerned, but um, yeah, so. That was, like, a really cool moment. Cause I think the best moment about that was just at the end when um, Jay was like, dude, like, this is, like, a dream line." mind. she's so like, don't make it weird. <laughs> she's like, hey, it weird for me.
2: But I like how they connected it to how CT, that made CT realize I need to get back in shape. And then he did get back in shape. And then he won.
0: hmm Multiple yeah. times. Every. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. So I loved that. Um uh, Nelson versus Rogan in total madness and how um, Nelson threw himself down there for Corey. And I like literally just got chills. Um, that was like one of my favorite moments. I, I love Nelson. I love Corey. And that was just... Um, some, they also talked about like friendships and stuff. And I, they, they kind of talked about like Nelson and Corey's friendships along with with this elimination. And um, I think that was probably my favorite part of this episode was I'm talking about the relationship that Nelson and Corey have and how Nelson went into this elimination for Corey. Um, Yeah. So just, I I love that.
2: I like that too. And it always gets me when they show Nelson, like all beat up and like totally disheveled after Mm -hmm. elimination. Like that always gets me.
0: Oh. And then they talked about the Amanda and Zach, um, not getting along and, um, their partnership on Final Reckoning and how they threw themselves in against Devin and Corey because Zach wouldn't throw in Bananas and Tony and Amanda wouldn't throw in Hunter and Ashley. Um, so obviously they ended up losing that elimination. Devin and Corey won their way into the house. Um, and so, some, so they talk quite a bit about like friendships, frenemies. And so the Amanda and Zach thing they talked a bit, quite a bit about, and then they talked quite a bit about the Ashley Hunter thing, um, as well. And then the only other friendship that they really touched on, um, for friendship frenemies, was um, Bananas and Wes, and how far they've come over the years. So that was kind of how um, they ended the challenge documentary with some of those moments. But like I said, if you, in my opinion, if you're going to watch the documentary parts 3, 4 and 5 were my favorite segments.
2: Uh I agree with you those were the parts I enjoyed the most. I think th- I I got to say 3 and 4 I think I enjoyed the most but it, the whole documentary it didn't feel that much like a documentary to me more than just like a clip show which mm-hmm. fine. And I think the viewers agreed cuz the ratings apparently were just terrible for this like mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Um, yeah. So is there anything else that you want to say about the challenge doc before I move on really quick?
2: Mm. I really like the Amanda and Zach segment. You did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I know I watched it live and I liked that season, but like, I just, I don't the way they edited it for this show. I liked it like with the music and then zooming in on Amanda's face. I really loved it.
0: And I loved Amanda's commentary about like people say like would you do it again or whatever, and she was like, yeah, I would do it again because Ashley won the money, and she's like, Zach would have stolen the money from me.
2: Oh yes, I love. Yes, I'm glad. I'm so glad you said that because I love that too. And that made because I always kind of was like, wow, Amanda could have won the challenge. Like how I know Amanda won, but you're a hundred percent right. She did say she's at peace with it because of that.
0: Hmm. Yes. Um. Okay. So, did you watch Survivor this week? Yes. Did you watch Survivor this week, Abby? I think she told me. Watch- yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, I haven't even watched the
1: first episode.
0: Oh. Okay. Um. Okay. So I watched Survivor, and I guess the only thing I really wanted to say about that was this like bead idol thing um yeah, the
2: bead advantage. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah, so I I know you started talking about it last week and I was like I, I apparently fell asleep sooner than I thought I did <laughs> so I went back and I watched um the episode the second episode again and I was like oh that's that's actually like really cool how he did that so then when we get to episode three and um was it Kayla that found I think her name was Carla Carla, Carla found, um, the, the advantage this week. And I just thought it was so interesting how they had, um, completely different strategies as to how that they were going to get the beads. So I just thought that was really cool. That's really like the main thing, I guess, that I want to say about this week's episode of survivor, but I just, I thought that that was really interesting. It's an interesting little twist and it's really interesting to see, um, how people, like, use that advantage differently or, like, use that, um, I guess, a kind of challenge to get the beads differently.
2: I I totally agree. And I um, i must have been very tired. Like, I'm pretty much tired all the time. But I must have been very tired when I watched this episode because I was – Dylan and I were cracking up because – I felt like I'm like a casual fan of Survivor now, because before the commercial break, they showed Carla say, well, well, I'm not going to take the beware advantage. I know something bad can come out of it. And I'm in a really good place in this tribe. I don't even need this. And she puts it back. And I was like, yeah, okay, that was a good idea. And then we come back from the break. And she's like, "Okay, no, never mind. I need it. And I'm like, wow, I felt like I fell for the editing that she put it back. I don't know I just feel like such a casual viewer like I was falling for the editing left and right during this episode
0: that's so funny um that is so funny because normally you're not like that normally you can you can uh see the little things yes this oh I was falling for everything and even whoever got voted
2: out I thought it was going to be the other person so I'm like wow I just like I'm, I suck this episode
0: <laughs> that's funny um okay so is there anything else that you watched this week that you kind of or listened to or anything that you kind of like to talk about
2: um i was gonna just mention i don't know if you guys ever um did you guys ever watch this reality show called pretty wild on e no
1: no i've never heard of it
2: okay so it was about it was from like i don't know, it was at least 12 years ago maybe even more um but it was like this family, they were like basically trying to be like the hippie dippy version of the Kardashians where they believed in the secret and manifestation, blah, blah blah. except the two there's three teenage girls and the two older girls are like models, pinup models, and they start getting into drugs and then they become addicted to heroin. Um, and then they become friends with this guy. Named Nick Prugo, and he is uh, robbing celebrities' houses with his friend Rachel, and they're like high schoolers. So it was. It, they had a documentary about it on um, Netflix about the Bling Ring. I don't know if you guys uh, ever saw the movie The Bling Ring. No,
0: I have not seen the Bling Ring, but I it's on my. I want to watch it. So I haven't <laughs> heard of that either.
2: You should watch it. It's pretty good. But basically the whole gist of it is there's like this group of teenagers It starts with uh, this guy, Nick and his friend, Rachel, and they're obsessed with celebrities in reality TV. And they decide they are, they, they're just like breaking into people's cars and like, they start getting a thrill off of committing crimes and stealing shit. They steal someone's car. They Steal stuff out of people's cars, and then they start going online and seeing, like, well, Paris Hilton's gonna be in New York City. Let's break into her house. So they go break into Paris's house and steal purses and jewelry and clothes. And Paris doesn't even notice. And then they break into Rachel Bilson's house, and then they break into Orlando Bloom's house. Um, and half the time, the celebrities never even noticed um, that anyone came in. But then some of them had cameras, like Audrina Patridge from The Hills had cameras, so she saw them on the cameras break into her house. And also she noticed all her shit was gone right away. Um, So she like posted the video online, asking people to identify who was breaking in their house. No one identified. And then Lindsay Lohan had cameras in her house. And then finally they all got caught and went to jail. So this reality show from Eve was supposed to be about the girls being like manifesting, being famous or whatever, but it ends up turning into the court case for this girl for breaking into to Orlando Bloom's house anyway there was a documentary about it on Netflix and it was okay because I, I was very familiar with the story already so again I was like okay I already know what's happening here and there wasn't that much new to it but I I
0: it was enjoyable for me I'm definitely gonna ha- I'm gonna watch that soon I want to watch that that was on my like oh I should watch it sometime that sounds interesting type of things that you know but I haven't I haven't watched it and um yeah, thank you for the recommendation. I will definitely put that higher on my list.
2: It's it's very if if you like if you don't know the detail, it's really interesting. It was it it was good.
0: Nice. Okay, yes. I not I don't know a whole lot about it. I mean just like very basic details. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna add that add add that to my list. I'll watch that soon for sure. Um, but there's a lot of different um reality things happening this week we have um not only do we have our episode of survivor like we've been watching but we have season 38 of the challenge starting on wednesday um we are not recapping that this this time around we're just going to kind of um talk about it like this a little bit um you know when we watch it and yeah so i'm excited for that new season to start but um i think that's that's like a big thing in reality TV that's, that's happening this week. Did you watch, I know you'd mentioned last week, the first episode of the mole. I have not watched it.
2: No, I didn't watch it yet. I I was going to try to watch it this
0: weekend, but then my mom was here and I, I know, and she wasn't
2: interested in it. So I didn't watch it.
0: Gotcha. Well, when you do watch that, then let us know um, your thoughts for sure. Yeah. That's, that's on my list for this week to
2: get to.
0: Um, okay, so this week in pop culture and reality TV news, we have a f- had a few things happen. So I noticed that um Gus from Florida Shore and the Challenge World Worlds One, he got married. Um I- sorry. I said, Oh, is he even on Floribama Shore anymore? He got kicked no, off. He got kicked off.
2: Okay, I thought so. Okay.
0: But But they haven't
1: even had a season since he's been kicked off. I don't even know if it's coming back.
0: Interesting. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. It has not been been renewed from what I know.
0: Well, that's interesting. I did not know that. So he got married. And then Claire Crawley, um, actually just today on her Instagram, announced that she got engaged. She got engaged to a man named ryan dawkins i don't really know anything about him and his instagram was private but they got engaged um so claire has obviously been a really big name in bachelor nation for like years now she was on juan pablo season she obviously was on um bachelor in paradise and she had her very short own season of the bachelorette where she infamously walked away with Dale um, shortly after filming started. So she's now engaged to somebody who is not from Bachelor Nation at all. And, yeah, um, congratulations, Claire. Good for her. Yes. And then another thing, too, um, I think she's posted with this guy, like, maybe one or two other times. So I don't think this was, like, a coming out of their – Relationship, but Melissa Reeves um, showed off her new ish boyfriend, um, Con- Connor O'Donnell, recently um, by saying that he has the word Melissa tattooed across his chest and Vienna tattooed on his arm. Um, he also has Melissa with a ring and um, Vienna's Instagram handles in his bio for his Instagram. So, looks like um, he's at least super into her and that they seem pretty serious. Um, But that's not Vienna's father. No, it's not. Vienna's father is like... I don't like that at all. Yeah. What? Oh, is he? Yeah. What? Like when like boyfriends
2: tattoo the, the the kid's name. I I
0: don't
2: know. It's a, I little. Think it's a
0: little yeah, I know. Pete Davidson did it too with Kim yeah. Kardashian and Oh God. Yeah. And like that's well. Yeah, I know, right? So it's like super weird. So I mean I could see if they're like married or something maybe, but I mean as far as like the fact that Vienna has another dad or whatever, Danny Simpson is a piece of shit and he did not he did not step up for this kid at all. He has not been in Vienna's life at all. He barely like I don't think he even like claims that he has a kid with melissa and it's it's a really like messed up situation so as far as like that's concerned um yeah i I do not feel bad for the dad at all okay i didn't know I didn't know who the dad was, okay, <laughs> he's like a soccer player.
2: This reminds me of Below Deck. So there was a season of Below Deck where one of the stews was hooking up with one of the deckhands. And um, she got pregnant. And she, like, lived in Australia. And I forget, I'm sorry, I forget where he lives. Somewhere in Europe, I think. And he, like, denied the kid was his. And, like, mm-hmm. people on social media were coming after him and saying, like, you need to get the paternity test, and he's like, "Oh well, you know, I'll I'll figure it out on my own time." And then, like, kind of denying it was his kid. And then we find out, obviously, it was his kid because that's what the mom was saying the entire time. And of course, I was going to believe her. Um, but he's not even in the kid's life now. After all this, like, puffing and puffing on social media, like, "Oh, if it's mine, I'll do the right thing." He just
0: why do people think that? Just because, uh, or why does he think that? Just did the kid like not look like him or something? It was even when she was pregnant; he was like denying it. I think he just wasn't ready. He
2: was he was younger than her. She was in her thirties. He was in his twenties, and I think he was just very immature and not ready.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That's sad. I was gonna say, like, it's one thing when I don't. Uh, I don't want to say this because it's like kind of. I don't like start rumors so maybe I shouldn't say it but there was there was like one kid that I was looking at earlier today I was looking at the pictures and I was like how is this person the dad (laughs) oh so I don't know but yeah I don't know. Okay. I guess I'll just like say it because you can go like make your own assumptions by yourself, but I'm not like trying to start any rumors or anything because like people have their own things, but um, Taylor Selfridge and Corey Wharton, their second kid. um, I want to say Maya, maybe she's like two or she's like three or four months old now. And at first when she was first born, it looked like her hair was a little darker but now, like, she's looking more fair-skinned and, like, she's going to have, like, red hair. I have not seen the baby, so I don't
1: know. <laughs> okay, well, go I, to-
0: saw, I saw the baby. Well, go to Taylor's Instagram and look. Because she just posted, like, a picture of, like, four months or three-month update or something. And when I saw that, I was like, how, how is this Corey's kid? Oh, she's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> She's adorable. But... Red hair. Yeah. yeah. And blue eyes. I don't know. I mean, of course like Taylor is very fair skin, so it does make sense, but usually the darker feature- features are the more predominant ones and you just I'm just not seeing that in this in this baby. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm looking. at My dad had jet black hair and jet black eyes. I mean, he was born in Cuba, and I came out blonde hair,
0: blue eyes. Oh, my my God. God, what a pretty baby, though! Okay. I know a very, very pretty baby. And again, like I don't, I don't want to like start any rumors or anything. But when I saw, I just, I did not think when I first saw the picture that 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 was going to be Corey's kid. But apparently, it is.
2: Genetics are crazy, man! Like they
0: really are.
2: When Kyler just heard,
1: so, y'all, someone said, "What a pretty baby!" She goes, "Me? I was." <laughs> yeah,
0: Kyler, you were. <laughs> Everything's about Kyler. Absolutely, she was That's too funny. Um, so did you have any other um reality TV or pop culture news that you saw this week? Oh, the only thing I was gonna talk about, I think I
2: mentioned the show. Last time was the Surreal Life cast. I thought it was pretty interesting. So it's coming back on VH1 on October 24th. Um, and the cast is Dennis Rodman, Frankie Munez, uh, Stormy Daniels, uh, Tamar Braxton, uh, August Alsina, who is the guy that um, Jada Pinkett Smith was with. Mm-hmm. I, what do they call it? what do they call their relationship what was the t- famous term i can't i don't know okay entanglement the man that jada pinkett smith had an entanglement with is how she described it um manny uh, i don't know this guy he's a makeup artist manny i don't know kim coles and cj perry who was a wrestler i just thought it was interesting they brought this show back um in their original cast from 2003, it was MC Hammer, Emmanuel Lewis, Brandy Roderick, Corey Feldman, Gabrielle uh, Vince Neal, and Jerry Manthe. I don't know. I, I used to watch the show all the time, so I'm kind of intrigued to watch it. I, I think I'm going to watch it. I've never seen this
0: show. Maybe I will check it out.
2: It, and to me, it's crazy because it's like some of these people have been doing reality TV for like 20 years. Like Dennis Rodman has been on shows. It's crazy. I, I love it for a lot- I'm
1: excited for it to come back. That's
0: yeah. That's cool. Um okay, so I guess like the only for me like pop culture news, the only other thing that I had to share was and then this is like rumor rumorville like page 6 of the New York Post. So it's not official yet, but um supposedly Giselle is oh, finally like, her yeah. divorce from Tom Brady. So that's
1: what I wanted to talk about.
0: Yeah. So we'll see if that actually happens or not, but, um, yeah. That's interesting. Uh, (laughs) What did you have to say about it, Abby?
1: Yeah. Oh, I just can't stand Tom Brady. Oh, neither can I. I don't. Yeah. And they're not. They they got together when he was with the mother of his first child, Bridget Monahan. Yeah. She was in Coyote Ugly. She was the one with the anchor management issues and she's in some cop show called Blue Bloods. Anyways, I just think she's stunning and gorgeous and I think she was done so
0: dirty. So interesting. I guess I didn't know, like, the history of Tom Brady. I'd like that. Um, I I started, I mean, I've, I've watched football for, like, 10 years, 12 years, but he's been with Giselle like, the whole time.
1: Yep, started out with Bridget.
0: Interesting, interesting, interesting. Well, I hate Tom Brady, and um, <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> that, like, uh uh Giselle like the whole like he should have retired last year I mean obviously I think like everybody thinks that knows that but clearly he chose he's choosing football over his family So that's what I, I
2: ask you guys like how do you guys feel like her, her, the like the complaint that I mean who knows what the truth is but the complaint that's been made public is that he doesn't spend enough time with his family and she was upset because she wants him to be there for the family. And she wants to go be able to go back to be doing things for her career. Cause she put her career on hold for, money for him.
0: So yeah. now that it's time for him to retire, he's like refusing to, so I don't blame her honestly. No, he's a selfish.
1: Egotistical yeah. self-entitled ass. In my opinion. Yeah and a cheater
0: right yeah so is there any other um reality tv or pop culture news that either of you want to talk about
2: the only other thing I had was I and this is just because I love her so much but I am a huge fan of Amanda Bynes and I'm just very worried about her she was in fashion school for like five or six years um f-i-d-m uh, f- fashion institute of design merchandising and design or something like that I don't know the exact name of it and she always has been talking about how she's going to come back with a clothing line and then that kind of faded away when she graduated like two or three years ago then she like released some weird rap songs whatever and now like she's posting on Instagram that she's trying to become a mani- manicurist and I'm just like what are you doing like She's just like having an identity
0: crisis.
2: I want, I want her to succeed so freaking badly and it kills me.
0: I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She needs to be so cute. I wish she could,
1: I know she has mental health issues and I don't know. She just makes me sad.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. If she had, like, come back and, like, d- did, like, a little fashion line, even if it was something small or cute, I don't know. You know but, like, now you're just, like, you, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad for her. I, I don't know if her family, I I don't know what the situation with her family is, but I don't know. I don't know if they're, they what they did with all her money
0: or whatnot. She's someone that I would really love to see a documentary on. Yeah. Yes, there you go. That would be good. I know Selena Gomez I don't know exactly when it comes out but I know she's coming out with one somewhat soon and I know it focuses yeah. a lot on her mental health and so I'm like super excited to watch that when it comes out um I be like good for that the trailer was really good mm-hmm. yeah so I can't remember when that is so um I should be more on my game but whenever that comes out I'll definitely be watching that for sure um, okay, so Abby, tell us all about the birthday shenanigans that happened this weekend. What's going on in your life? Oh my god, the never ending birthday! Yeah,
1: yeah, so we had um another party for Kyler last night and like with all her friends and some of my close friends, and we just had it here and it was a blast. Did
0: she get all okay, of baby? Her- yeah. all seven Tyler, we're talking about you right now. how is your birthday? Good. Good? <laughs> <You> tell, <laughs> I'm going to tell her all the stuff.
1: You want to tell her all the stuff you got? You okay. don't have enough time.
0: We'll tell, tell- her you
1: you, we'll tell her your favorite present you got. I want to tell them, you tell them what, what we all did. What we all did? Yeah. And then tell her what present was my favorite. And tell her it's... In- Tell her about the Gabby's. Okay, I already told them about that. She wants me to start back and tell y'all what we did like last weekend and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she'll talk to you.
0: She'll talk to y'all forever. So, hey, Tyler, <laughs> yeah, no, what do we... you know about last weekend. What did you do yesterday? What did you
1: do yesterday? Hmm. Mm. I can't think. Okay, we got an attitude. I, I can't think. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was fun. We just had friends, pizza,
0: an Ariel mermaid cake that one Eight. of my friends oh. made. Nice. Yeah, so it was good. Well, that was like perfect timing for her to make a little appearance there. <laughs> God. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. So I'm assuming that was kind of like the highlight and consuming portion of your last five days. Are you talking to me, Christina? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what'd you say? I said, I'm assuming that was kind of like the consuming portion and highlight of your last five days. Yeah, you know, same old, same old work. Um, oh,
1: I'm really excited. This is, nobody will care about this, but I did a 17 mile run on Saturday. Oh, Uh, I I couldn't, I'm I'm getting ready for my, for my marathon, my next marathon, which has been quite a few years since I've run one. So that's exciting. Yeah. yeah, No one cares. No one cares about working out, but, um, I was happy with that.
0: (laughs) How about you, Michelle? Did you do anything? Um,
2: I actually was really happy because my mom came to visit us, um, which probably sounds boring and mundane, but I, I don't know. But the last few months I have been feeling like very it's my husband, myself and the baby at our house. And we live in New Jersey and a lot of my family lives in Connecticut and his family lives like in South Jersey and his friends live in South Jersey and my friends live all over in New York City or Connecticut Island, we live everywhere so I've just been feeling like really lonely and it's like I want people to visit it's not as easy for me to go visit people so for her to come I was like it made me very happy that's yay fun.
0: did she stay for the whole weekend
2: yeah she did
0: that's fun that's
2: yeah
0: awesome. well my yeah. my week has been very boring I like I said at the beginning of this podcast I picked up picked up a couple. Um, shifts at work and my next week is going to be like very similar too, because i'm um picking up another couple shifts we have two different managers who are out of town like consecutively and overlap just a little bit so um it's kind of kind of going to be like a crazy 10 days for me with work so i haven't really done anything um too exciting but that money girl I will say, yeah. I I mean, the best part about it is that I had um almost five hours of overtime on this last week. Our pay period ends on Sunday, um, or our yeah, our like um our weeks end on Sunday. But in the same period as this, the two weeks, and so for the pay period total, because next week I should have close to ten hours of overtime. I should have about fifteen hours of overtime on my next check. So. Um, all of it on manager wage, not serving wage. So that's that's really good for me. I'm excited for, oh, awesome. paycheck for sure. So at least it'll be worth it. Um, but you have to think about
2: like, oh my god, I'm doing all this overtime, but I'm going to get this mm-hmm. once I get past this point.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's good. So I'm, I'm like definitely excited. And also, like, there are times when I, cause I serve and I manage, so there are times when I get overtime and I'm on server wage, and that sucks because it's like you don't get paid very much as a server. So when I I end on overtime and I'm on managing wage, it's like okay, that's definitely worth it because I'm getting paid like a very like high hourly rate. So I I'm I guess like it'll be worth Ooh. it all said and done. So I'm I'm happy about that. Um, but I guess like the one of the highlights would be that um I have been following the Padres this baseball season and they beat the Mets and so they're moving on to um the next series of the playoffs and they were the underdogs they weren't expected to win so that was um really exciting for us that um they're moving on to play the Dodgers it is a little It'll be interesting because the Dodgers are obviously really, really good. So, and they're like rivals with the Padres. So you never want to lose to them, regardless, especially in the playoffs. But they are expected. Go Dodgers! But so we'll see. We will see. We will so,
1: see. So, so fun, fun. Well, not fun story by any means. But um, my dad was from. He was born in Cuba, but then they moved to the states when his dad died. And I think he was like five or six. So they moved to New York. And so his dad was a baseball player. My dad was a baseball player and big, big Brooklyn Dodgers fans. Of course, I moved out to L.A. Anyways, you know, they hadn't won the World Series. I don't know how many years. But it was my turn with him at the hospital. And I was with him all day. I mean, he was in a coma. But um, when I left, when visiting hours were over I left, I turned on the gang for him. And I said, I said, Dad, the Dodgers are about to win the World Series tonight. And, you know, I, I had told hit the nurse on duty. I'm like, leave this on all night, blah, blah, blah. So then that night I went to my mom and sisters and we watched them win the World Series for the first time in 20 something years. Wow. you are up being Dodgers fans because. Because my dad was so diehard Dodgers. Oh, yeah. We never got to actually watch them do it, but I like to think that he knew that they did.
0: (laughs) And that was like, I think one week before he died. So I'm sure he did. It was on and I'm sure he could hear it.
1: But yeah, sorry. So, of course, I'm going for the Dodgers. So we'll be, (laughs) we'll see how that works out.
0: That's oh, crazy. Great. I saw I saw um Michelle's baby was in a Mets uniform. So I am saying it was in my household, it was not
2: a happy moment last night. Although I don't care because I like <laughs> the Yeah. But that- <laughs> my husband was yelling at the TV. And but I was very intrigued by the whole ear fiasco. Did you see that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> he was like screaming at the TV. He was pissed. <laughs> Abby, they thought the pitcher
2: had something on his ear. Like people on Twitter were saying he has Vaseline on his
0: ear. Like my husband was pitching so like, good, they thought he was cheating, but he wasn't. Yeah. Oh my God.
2: So my yeah. husband was like, he's doctoring the ball with some substance out his ear. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: That's hilarious.
2: After the yeah. game, the up goes behind his ear and, like, is seeing right. what was the shot up. He, he, like, yeah, they like him literally checked it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my, that was my, amu- I was cracking up at that last night. That was my amusement
0: last night. Yeah, that was, that was not, not funny in this ho- household. That's what, <laughs> It was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I know, and then I like I was like, (laughs) okay. I noticed that it was your husband's post and not yours, so I like didn't say anything under it. But I noticed that you commented on it, and I like wanted to comment under your comment and be like, "Womp womp." But then I was like, "I feel like I don't know her husband, so I probably shouldn't do that." But the thought was (laughs) was there. That's funny. He apologized to Rhett
2: this morning. He's like, "I'm sorry I set you up for your first disappointment." (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's so funny but yeah so I guess that was kind of uh, something that's going on in my life this week is just a little bit of sports and work
1: we're super exciting guys
0: I know so <laughs> exciting but I mean it's real I feel like that's like people don't I don't know. I mean, people in their, like, 30s and their 40s, like, they don't go out and, like, have all these, like, exciting stories that they're doing all the time. Like, it's, this is, at least for me, I I mean, and, of course, like, I live in Nebraska, so there's not a whole lot for me to do. But, like, this is real life. Like, this is what I do. This is, you know. But, yeah. Like, before COVID,
2: I used to go out all the time. And then did you yeah now my social life is dead and then you have a baby forget about it it's over (laughs) i'm lucky to have daylight sometimes that's really i'm in the house a lot
0: all right well do either of you two have anything you guys want to add before we wrap this podcast up no nope Well, thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in. Um, Like I said, this was like kind of a quick turnaround. We just recorded a few days ago, um, so we didn't have like a whole lot of like new, new information to talk about. But I think we did do um, a pretty good job of filling you in on the things that um, we have watched and we have listened to and some of the things that are going on. Um, But we will probably try to make it, you know, do these weekly for you. Um, so that there's like a little bit more for us to talk about each episode, but yeah, thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.